What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, everyone, to Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, back for another episode of music, lyrics, mischief, toxic, lovey-dovey shit. I have a special guest today, a recurring guest. Hey, it's the ever-elusive young student loans. Welcome back. So excited to have you. Um, For the fourth time, we figured out you've been on every season since season three. Mm, Yeah. How does that make you feel? good i love it Uh, like we're creating a universe mm. (laughs) which we'll talk about universe you dropped an album recently yeah what is it called the full name of it it's long uh (laughs) uh, king of the low key on emo space odyssey and then on spotify it also says story mode is that just like what is that was that like an add-on um we can talk about that later but yeah okay story it's story mode but there's like a reason oh okay cool well it definitely feels like a story i was listening to it front to back a few times last night there are eight songs on this version and they all connect and they're interwoven with like a voicemail type of message and yeah it's all really interesting so we're gonna get into all of that that'll be our songs for today i have clips of four of the songs Mm. and also i have some tweets and some other fun stuff that we're gonna get into so make sure to stick around first song on the album is called uh, bad guy yeah right yeah so that's kind of like your intro um yeah bad guy um only useful when i'm when i'm useful (laughs) Yeah, so I love it. It's like the intro and just kind of like a warning. So like maybe let's give a little backstory to the listener if they have not listened, but also make sure to go listen to the full album. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, about the album or about the song? Yeah, just like kind of maybe themes or inspo, whether this is based on true events or not. Is this all alleged? Uh, um, the storyline. Always, always alleged. I'm a legend, so... <laughs> Um, keep it alleged keep it safe uh i would like to say like most youngster long loan songs are a little bit of truth a little bit of fiction and all about suspense but yeah so like many of my albums before usually is a general narrative of story for each one or theme or whatnot and for this particular one i kind of want to make one i was like very focused and like very like one setting and engaging um kind of like um i don't know like a yeah like a soundtrack like a movie like an anime movie type soundtrack and kind of guiding you yeah it definitely feels like that i feel like i could like picture if it was like a mini series or something yeah like on netflix like you could just like picture it there's like different characters a storyline i was asking you before if this is all like one storyline like how many characters are we talking here technically it's Storyline wise, there's at least three storylines going on throughout the whole album. And I guess character wise, if we include you and Black Gilifanakis, me, and other people, so like, technically, I would say seven. There's like seven people involved. Right. Yeah, like you said, me and Black Gilifanakis, who has also been on the podcast. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean. Shout out hey. That, shout out that man. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's kind of like the interlude, kind of like the middle. And it's uh, like yeah. the young student loans love connection. I remember you hit me up and asked me if I was down to do like this little like skit thing. Um, you sent me the um, the lines, I guess. Yeah. And it's like a black elephantacus. He does his thing. He's like radio host type guy. And it's me. I call in just like with attitude. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I have a clip of it for later, but yeah, that serves kind of as like a little interlude. It feels very like dreamlike. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I was definitely like thinking like very like nineties call in type. Yeah. Like vibes at like quiet storm radio, like call on in. Yeah. Like for like love advice. Love advice. <laughs> yeah. I love it. feels very like simping after darky too. So I love that it was, like, a universe of, like, both of you that have been on the podcast more than once. So, yeah. it was cool. Homies. Yeah. Shout out to Black Galifianakis again. Great guy. Love him. Great musician. Full of spirit. Could fill a room. Yes. Also has music. So, go check him out on Spotify yeah. and whatever. He talked about his song last time he was on here. Um, What else? And, so and fatherless women. Fatherless. <laughs> Men. <laughs> Fatherless behavior is for anyone. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> I don't like that that gets only used against women, okay? Because we know lots of fatherless behavior applies to men. You're not wrong. Out here. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> All this trauma and shit affects everybody. Trauma, trauma, trauma. Not gender specific. Trauma, trauma. trauma. Yeah, so back to this... Um, so it's like a few different storylines. Would you say it's in chronological order? Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very chronological order except for like the voicemail, which we also were kind of talking about before we started yeah. recording, that kind of changes a little bit, and it's like woven throughout. Yeah. It's like uh, kind of like the... Is that a real voicemail, by the way? Um, for all intents and Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all intents and purposes, it's not a real voicemail. So all the people who 
felt uncomfortable listening to it, I would not just use someone's very personal. Yeah. You can always re-record to avoid getting sued like Drake. <laughs> Apparently he got sued. Um, for Marvin's room. I mean, he definitely would do that. That wasn't <laughs> the energy <laughs> I was trying to um, convey. But um, the person who's a dear friend who recorded it, uh, killed it and understood the mood and energy. Yeah, she was really good. I love her voice and just it felt very real yeah, and raw. I'm a stickler for people people like very unique, distinct like voices and like if I hear something like I could talk to them forever. I'm just like, oh, you have a fantastic voice. Yeah, her voice was really nice. I yeah. was like, oh, I like it. Because like for me, like I hate my voice. So when I hear a voice like me too. I'm like oh well, I don't, I don't hate know. your voice, but I. <laughs> 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 Imagine. Well, well, well. well. Yeah, I, I was like literally listening to her voice, and I was like, I could never do this and sound so like sultry and feminine and like sexy. She just has a really nice voice. Yeah, yeah. She just naturally so sounds like that. That was a good pick. Did you know her already, or did you like kind of like cast and like find oh, no, someone I, anywhere? Yeah, it. I knew her. I knew her because okay. kind of like when I kind of decided what I wanted the final direction for the album to be. I knew I wanted people involved that I have a relationship with to some extent, like, well, there's music, friendship, everything else, podcasting, all those things. Like it kind of culminated into like pulling everything like together, like the whole cinematic, um, sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah. So like I had already known her and then, like I said, uh, we ended up talking like a lot and I was just like, I remember, like, when I first thought about it, I told her, I was like, hey, I have this idea. Would you be comfortable, like, doing it? And she was like, huh? Why? And I was just like, I just think you have the perfect voice to do this Perfect. Yeah. And, like I said, originally I was going to release the album, like, way sooner. So then once I finally finished everything, finished, not the script, but the idea, I was just like, hey, this is why I'm thinking it. Actually, I don't think I gave, like, exact words. I think I just said... What would you say if you're in this scenario and you're in a situation where um, you are with someone and doing whatever and they propose and then you're fighting this whole thing about what decision do you make and you have to tell the person that you've been involved with all these things? Yeah. And so it's a very messy situation. Yeah. Um. Maybe backstory. I don't know if it matters. You're poly. You yeah. have to say it. Because oh. it's like multiple like people involved. So like I guess we haven't really stated. Um, like the voicemail, what you immediately find out is like a girl is calling you to be like, hey. Call, uh, calling Young Student Loans. Calling Young Student Loans a character, allegedly. Um, like, hey, um, he proposed. I want to talk to you about it type thing. So you immediately are like, Oh, like some shit is going on here. Yeah, just like this is unmessy. Yeah, and like I don't know, like a lot of going through the album, a lot of the gut. I think like a lot of people deal with it off their gut reaction, and I think that's kind of how like I paced out the album. Could your gut reaction be like, first of all, why does this involve me? That sounds like something you should take out with the person who proposed. Yeah, um, it immediately like draws you in. Like you want to know, like wait, what? And then it like kind of sets it up from the beginning. That's like what it, like you did a good job, like showing that where it's like a bad guy, where it's like you're kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like explaining to somebody or just to the listener, whatever. Like 
you don't want to like get involved with me like yeah kind of like this is not going to end well vibes yeah, and then like Line Hotel is that the second one? Is that what it's yeah. called? Line Hotel. Yeah, yeah. where that one. Shout out to the Line Hotel. Is that like a real place? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she is getting real. It's uh Line Line Hotel is uh, there are a lot of places, uh, but there is one in Los Angeles. Oh, is it like not a regular hotel? Why do you look so mischievous? Oh no, it's <laughs> it's like <laughs> one of those like minimalist kind of upscale like hotel where they're used to like certain clientele mm-hmm. so they just never question anything but like instead of being like stuck in a random middle like beverly hills or west hollywood hollywood it's in k-town oh uh, but like yeah they just have all types of people stay so there. it's nice oh yeah it, it, it's nice and they'll leave you a nice nice letter if you're like a recurring person like hey oh okay you understand is young student loans the character a recurring um, um, in the story, guest in this in alleged story, in the, in hypothetical. The story. This in is all a story. All, all story. It's like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way to picture mm-hmm. it. I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. So also <laughs> that song feels very like foreshadowy because it's like just not going to end well. Yeah, that's the energy type of thing. But like the whole navigation from like bad guy to like line hotels, like this idea of like in this setup. Let's hypothetically here you're the other person in the song Mm -hmm. and you have a situation and i'm behaving on the outside of that whatever we're doing whatever but you have a situation in which you're just like don't worry about that so if like emotions get like attached then like i and you're like upset about that like i guess i'm the bad guy here but however you're in the situation that you should be like kind of like navigating that whole thing in yeah and like the whole point is like the characters like navigating this whole energy of like yo are there actually emotions here and like at first you're just being deflective because you're just like nothing does not none of this really matters then you kind of like at the end of the day start realizing do i actually have feelings and because you always think like that situation would always show back up so when they say something like oh yeah so uh he proposed to me and you're just like oh well <laughs> what where does that place me but then the first thing they mention is like i was worried about how you would respond because the thing is like they should be worried about how their person who proposed to them responded not worried about what yeah so in this alleged situation in this story is like the girl's guy that proposed aware of like her messing around with the young student loans character um i think for the most part young student loans doesn't know to his knowledge he's just like i don't want to know i don't ask no questions young student loans doesn't ask no questions so don't ask don't tell that's like yeah because that's the whole thing of like being like a side piece a professional side piece you don't ask no questions (laughs) you you come to your job do you feel like if yeah. you did know, would you be, like, less likely to want to be involved, like, as far as, like, your moral compass, or do you just, like, not care? I think probably mostly not be involved, but I think that's why people... Don't ask. Don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> just don't tell. That makes sense. Because I think everyone has a plan, and today, in, in the words of Mike Tyson, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face, <laughs> until you actually have to deal with something, you're just like, oh, yeah, I can deal with this, and then yeah. you... Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. what happens. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I was like asking me the whole time. I was like asking myself, like, hmm, I wonder if her guy knows her situation. And then like also like when she's calming young student loans up about like, oh, I want to see how you feel. Like, I feel like she's maybe projecting like she wants him to care but like does he care i don't know and i mean i think that's what kind of like the journey of the album is because it yeah. kind of transitions from being like very like nonchalanty nonchalant maybe? and then kind of caring more because the thing is that you never thought about questioning this thing before because yeah it's a situation like maybe playing it off at, at first yeah and that's like when you like even going to like line hotel is like oh we're meeting up to rendezvous secretly at like this hotel to hook up or do whatever yada 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 and to us it's just like this intimate thing but then can have like dire consequences which is why like leads into summer fever where it's i think starts being a realization like oh there might be feelings there yeah it starts to feel like more like bright and like yeah Summer vibes, of course, and, like, summer flings are always just, like, their own special thing. Mm. I feel like all the feelings are elevated, and just everyone's in a happier mood, you so it just automatically... You read a summer fling? No. Never? I mean, we've talked about it. I'm a fucking serial monogamist. Like, <laughs> I don't do flings. I've had, like, like music festival flings, like, for the day. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean... Maybe when I was younger, I would have, like, like a hookup buddy, like, but never, like, a summer fling specifically. It was just, like, yeah. I mean, it sounds fun. I mean, I feel like um, summer fever is, like, where you, like, because you can, like, be out, great vibes, the sun, anything, even if it's, like, problematic, you feel like everything's a possibility. Like, yeah. Like, even if you meet someone, it's just like, this person's crazy. I'm not crazy, but I'm infatuated. Maybe we can make something work out. Yeah. And then, like, like over the summer, it becomes like, oh, I can do all this. And then once, like, summer ends, it's like, oh, this, this, this is chaos. This isn't going to yeah. work out. Sometimes, like, depending on what side you're on, you got to, like, tell someone, like, I don't think this is how you really feel. I think this is just 
the moment. Yeah. Like, let's just take it for what it is, you know, day by day, yeah. moment by moment, without placing expectations on it. So even, like, from Young Student Loans' perspective, is like, yeah, like, you're saying all this. Are you sure about this? You sure this is not just the moment? <laughs> yeah. Because you're, you're having fun, something new, something exciting. Yeah, coming to crush her dreams. I'm just kidding. All right, let's play a clip of Summer Fever. You proposed to me. And I really just want to see you and talk about it. Um, I like it better when you fake. Because at least your love sound real. And I hate it, girl, when we kiss. Because damn, I could taste some stuff. Because when you ask my help, just to see how it felt. okay a bop summer fever so that's where like i feel like shit starts to like pop off and like the drama is like about to ensue yeah and like okay so when you say you ask me for help is that like you feel like maybe she's in a boring relationship i mean (laughs) i think that's what that's the vibe i think that's like the thing that unfortunately happens with like cycles of relationships especially if like there's like intensity (laughs) where someone's going through stuff like it's sometimes like supporting your partner can be draining (laughs) and you can sometimes becomes very easy to think about all the negatives if you're drained versus all the positives you get so when someone shows up and it seems like they're only giving the positives it becomes very easy to be like oh well yeah like let me go over here yeah this is fun and easy how like my relationship used to be yeah but yeah you're right about like it's cycles because it's like eventually that's just you're gonna get to the cycle where like this new fun thing is also gonna like the wheel turns and you're at the bottom now yeah and sometimes it's like i don't know i feel like some people can make it through some people can't and that's why like it's summer fever so like yeah you asked for my help just to see how i felt if your insides would melt because you're just trying to fill something and like and i at the time seemed like the person to make you feel something but like is this like a haphazard thing have you actually thought about all the other stuff that you're losing, maybe leaving. And because the thing is like, if you were to leave the person that is trying to be with you, can I actually replace that? And if that's what you're trying to, you know? Yeah. Like, have you really thought this out? Cause your plan seems like it's not fully flushed out and you're jumping like ahead of things here. That's why the summer fever, man, you ain't thinking. Yeah. So it's definitely, I think relatable for people that are like in that, zone where they don't really want anything serious more than like anything that i usually talk about like it's definitely not my lane (laughs) of like things but that's why you're here because this is your lane don't don't make me out here to look (laughs) look like the villain you're the bad guy i'm i apparently i'm the bad guy (laughs) seems like i'm just enabling people i mean and like (laughs) i guess like it's also like if things were communicated like are you really the bad guy that's the question. The age-old question. But like, can you can you cry if things were laid out to you? I yeah. think yes, yeah. you can, See but that. it's not their fault. Well, I mean, I mean that's also like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's also like the split, right? So if you laid everything out and you're trying to be like real hard about it, but then you get feelings and you're just like, oh, now like 
to care about this. Which I feel like is bound to happen. And then they're just like, well, I'm going to choose this thing. Uh, thanks for your thanks for your work and your support and effort. I'm going <laughs> to take exit B now. You're you like bow out before you catch feelings too much? Oh, no, I'm talking about them bowing oh, out. Oh, them? Because now oh. you're just like. What about you, though? Oh, like, no. are you good at like separating that? Usually, I'm yeah. Like, yeah usually, I prefer that or whatever. I don't know. I you feel like you could control it. You yeah. just like push it down. I I think notoriously, I view myself as a get you there guy, where like I'm very good at support. I'm very good at like if you want advice on something, being there, being physically there, all those things. But like I always think of myself as like I'm not sure if I. I can show you the door. Not sure if I can go there with you. Mm. But I'm also fine if you meet someone else because you have grown or like find what you want and meet someone who can be there with you and be evenly yoked as um yeah. as a product. So you're like say. not toxic about it cuz like there's guys that are like they don't want to like commit or like be serious. Yeah. But then they also don't want you to move on or find anybody else. Yeah. And like that's when it gets toxic, I feel like. I mean, that I think that's where the conflict comes because like if if i identify as being a side piece can i really ask for more or is that just the consequence of playing the game the way i played it yeah true so and i think a lot of the story of this is kind of like the idea of like i chose the rules i played the game i knew the consequences you made your bed i made my bed so if i now get emotionally involved and i get left with the sticky end of the lollipop then I gotta choose that, you know. Mm-hmm. True. Because something's got to give. <laughs> I guess it is give. what it is. <laughs> so the next song, <laughs> what song is that? Which one? Oh, that was Summer Fever. You oh, that was Summer Fever. Okay. So you cheated for me? You don't believe that yourself. <laughs> you don't believe? Yeah. So that's like the like, come on. Yeah. Because like people. Who like, are you trying to convince here? Yo, people would do that all the time. Like trying to convince you to like what their bullshit is. Like they'll say it out loud. Like yeah, yeah. She, ah, she don't think I'm a toxic person, right? And you're just looking like. <laughs> do you know you? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we all do that just to kind of get by. Sometimes, sometimes you have to just tell yourself these lies and maybe believe them. Uh, yeah, yeah little toxic but i don't know i feel like sometimes it can help but i don't know you just have to be like realistic and honest with yourself about like what are your intentions and what is the outcome because if you're just like lying to yourself but still going on with what you're doing have you ever did that probably (laughs) yeah i feel like everyone does that Mm. no Mm. you haven't Mm. i absolutely have (laughs) (laughs) this guy (laughs) all right all right next song if love is true, then tell me yourself. So this is a love connection song we were talking about. I have a little clip. It's a little bit longer because I was trying to get, like, Ooh. all our parts in here. Oh, you got all of them in? I got, like, a minute and a half. I'll just play a clip of that so oh. everyone can hear. Yo, what's your boy, Black I gotta direct connect to my boy. And maybe you'll be lucky 
Bop, best song on the album featuring me. Big Bop, <laughs> big ass track. I Black love Elf it. Nakis. It's really good though. And a Black Elf Nakis killed it. His part, very natural. Yeah. Uh, true artiste. I literally thought about just because from all the time being on here, I was like, man, if I was to talk to Ash, and I feel like realistic, I was like, oh yeah, because being poly and like getting involved with someone and be like. Oh, this sounds messy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. If you told me all this, I'd be like, excuse oh, you're me? You're saying this poly <laughs> thing's working now. It sounds, it sounds a little messier than the Monogs. The Monogs. I don't know. <laughs> y'all are, y'all polys. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> definitely messy. And uh, yeah, this is a really good just like segue. Because this just feels also kind of where like maybe young student loans is maybe considering the situation changing yeah like the alternatives yeah where he's like asking her like if love is true then tell me yourself like if you are for real then like convince me like if yeah. you're actually convinced and then like maybe but like knowing it's probably bad when you get emotionally attached to people even if you think they're just speaking temporarily you'll like suspend belief that maybe they'll do the right thing or do what you want them to do but you're still like hesitant. It's like yeah. I don't know. I feels like having a friend or even a family member who maybe have like I don't know like a bad habit, and they're just like I'm not gonna do this thing ever again. And because you care enough about them, you'll try to suspend belief that they won't do it anymore. Yeah. But then like hope. It's hope. Yeah, but you're still. But you have to like eighty twenty. You still have to set the twenty percent that if they let you down you make the plan it's just hard to be 100 percent. yeah just so you're like not fully crushed yeah when things don't go the way that you're hoping they'll go yeah pretty much um so that's like the segue how do you feel like it changes from the beginning to like the last half of the album and what we're about to get into like from here so i would say yeah this is kind of where like the <laughs> intertwining like stories start happening because there's, like I said, uh, off the camera, there's technically another song that I took off the album that kind of connects all of these because this album's really, like, in two parts. Um, and one kind of, like, reveals, like, more things about this relationship and the split and everything else, yada, yada. Because the whole narrative is, like, imagining, you know, uh, Young Teen Loans being Polly, this other person going through their whole separate situation and then also just making like making a decision like one like does this person actually want me here also do i have enough emotional capacity to still navigate this whole poly space if this because at this point does the ysl character have other partners also yeah do you feel like there's like a cap of like how many partners you like to or ysl likes to have <laughs> Allegedly. I feel like everyone has their emotional capacity, and I think everyone has to be honest with what that is. And just because, like, when dealing... The one thing I say about Polly and dealing with multiple people, there's a lot of emotions that go into it, and you have to be aware of, like, how you play into that. 
a lot yeah. of times. Do you feel like it's like if you're somebody that is easily overwhelmed, like with too much on your plate in general, you wouldn't be good? Uh, it, do you feel like it's the same type of like mental I, I like think, labor? I think if, yeah, I, I definitely think of like you're like the focal point of like multiple relationships. You just, I don't think you can hack it just of what people may need of you. But if you're just like, I don't know, like a <laughs> a tangent connected to another person like solo poly yeah like a lot of solo poly people who may have stronger connections with one person maybe that might work for you because you don't have like accountability or maybe presence you have to be there all of the time but like if like a lot of people are like relying on you then that becomes like very different but you have to be like cognizant of that sounds like a lot of work man man oh man (laughs) sure it takes practice oh love it do you feel like it, it took you practice? Like, like, yeah. Like, oh you feel like you've progressed a lot. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think even even since like the first time like talking to you and sitting down here, I've I've changed exponentially. Yeah, me but too, for myself. But I feel that I see that when I see I see I see you, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah, so, I mean, that's good. The growth. We love the growth. But, like, yeah, that's also, like, the thing. Like, the thing that's also dealing with this album is, like, the growth and you wanting to be better and do the right thing. Yeah. I think inherently sometimes you still can have, like, Bad, not bad traits, but behaviors that may not be conducive and like, I don't know. I'm just a petty person. Some habits die hard. Very hard. <laughs> and if I ever feel like I've been wronged, <laughs> I need to write that oh person. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> bad guy. Just kidding. Um, so next song is It Is What It Is, which I feel like when you came on like the first or second time, probably the first time yeah. we played a clip of that. Wow. So I don't have a clip of that, but definitely, listener, go check it out. It's also probably one of my favorite songs. So that was probably like over a year ago. 
Yeah, definitely. Maybe two. Yeah, my bit. That was like twenty twenty. That was in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. So it's like a big fight going yeah. on. So I remember kind of talking about that. Do you feel like things have changed? But I guess first, kind of maybe explain more in depth about what the song is about, or like what inspired it. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> it is what it is. is um, a story about two people within the song, but just kind of like originally it was just about like kind of like the constraints of what quarantine can force you to because you can't go outside you're not trying to get someone sick also like actual is quarantine but now you're forced to deal with someone that you may not have had to deal with all the time like potentially like even if you had like been monogamous but you had like other things that you did to like make the work relationship work now you can't really go do those things without like telling them and due to that, you all actually have to, like, deal with each other instead of going out. Mm. And kind of, like, it is what it is. It's kind of, like, like, a lot more communication. Uh, Well, yeah, or just, like, kind of dealing with, like, conflict because, like, kind of imagine, like, if you're with someone and you live with someone and this whole quarantine's happening and COVID's out here and you don't know where it's going to go. It's, like, kind of stuck with each other. So whatever argument we get into, it is what it is. What's yeah, up? and like yeah, but also I feel like yeah, like with more like being around each other more, it leads to more communication, and especially like if you're in an open relationship, I would imagine it like forces more things that maybe you would usually just try to just like go about your day. Yeah, but I don't know if like that would create conflict talking about it more. I mean, it just could. naturally. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's like living with someone or dating someone, and just like I don't know. You don't let. Like them tracking dirt to like your space or whatever. Yeah. So now instead of like one day out of a week tracking dirt, now because of quarantine, you gotta save each other like five days out of seven days and they're tracking dirt. Like, so now it's like you can tolerate not saying anything for that one out of seven. So now you gotta deal with five. You can't tolerate it. So then eventually you're gonna snap. And then yeah. if they have a pet peeve that you may have, but they never vocalize, then they might snap. So it's like dealing with all those things that have been pent up that you haven't said yeah yeah so there's like definitely a big fight that goes on sounds like there's alcohol involved i think there's like a line about waking up on the bathroom floor Mm -hmm. like 3 a.m or something Mm -hmm. well first of all you're drinking wine and you didn't think it was gonna hit you that hard until later that's that's very true sounds like y'all got in a fucked up messy fight oh man that i will i will say uh that chorus comes from a very specific place (laughs) i think kind of at the time when i wrote it it was just kind of like this cycle of things of like yeah we if we love each other and we're doing this and i guess we're going through all these different things at the end of the day if we're not gonna make a decision to like walk away or stop having this i guess it really it is what it is what's up yeah i was like True facts. So I noted down because I remember, okay, when Kendrick Lamar, the (laughs) album dropped and the song that everyone was talking about, We Cry Together featuring Taylor Page. um, I still haven't gotten around to watching the music video. Oh, yeah, it's something. Yeah, I heard. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody probably has heard it. If you haven't, it's like a very back and forth skit like rap uh taylor page kills it she's yeah. in zola yeah i think zola. which i also haven't seen but you i definitely have read the thre- i've read the, the twitter thread oh, man. Zola, <laughs> so zola. i know the story but i need to watch the movie the movie slaps i want to watch it 
Um, but yeah, so it's featuring her. She's really good. It's them just like fighting. She's trying to leave for work or something, and he has her keys. She's like, where are my keys? And he's like, can't have them. And she's like, give me my fucking keys. And they're just like cussing each other out so bad. I'm like, it's honestly so uncomfortable. I probably listened to the song maybe four times total because I can't. See, that's I usually skip it if I listen to the album. It's kind of wild. It's, well, the first time I heard the song, I was like, oh, man, this beat hits. Yeah. Like, I remember you hit me up on Simpin. and you're like, we have to talk about we this or something. This so, like, when I was like, okay, it is what it is. Big fight. I was like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> the content of it is what it is. It's not as drastic as. No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. That, like, if you listen to We Cry Together, I hope nobody fights like that. That shit is so toxic. That is. My that God. That is toxic. It took me back because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, lot of points reference like have you seen poetic justice i haven't which i know it's like kind of a reference to one of their fights uh yeah it's like it references a fight where um so without spoiling the whole movie for people essentially tupac's tupac is like this uh mail carrier for the usps and his homeboy convinces well he's driving from to san francisco essentially to the bay from los angeles and his homeboy is just like, hey, man, you should take my girl and my girl's friend, and we all should go to the bay together, and you should drive the mail truck, yada, yada, yada. And Tupac is like, whatever. And then one of the, the, the friend is Janet Jackson. And then uh, earlier in, like, the show, Tupac tries to show the movie, Tupac's trying to, like, mack at Janet Jackson, and she's just like, get out of here pretty much. So uh, essentially he's driving. And then he's like, mm, do, 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 do. and he's trying to talk to her, and he's just not having it. And he's just like, Ugh. says explicitive towards her. And then she's just like, huh, ain't nobody gonna call me explicitive. And <laughs> she gets out of the car. And then they have a fight where they're just like, F you, F you, F you, F you, explicitive. <laughs> yeah, this Which is, is pretty I have the lyrics pulled up here on Genius, <laughs> and like they have like the little annotation here, and like. Yep. That was a Poetic Justice, yep. a little clip that of is, it. Oh, that is as 100% directly. Fuck you. You got me fucked up. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. It's fuck crazy. You. Like, okay, like, verse one. I swear I'm tired of these emotional-ass, ungrateful-ass bitches, unstable-ass, confrontational-ass dumb bitches. You want to bring a do down even when I'm trying to do right? We could go our separate ways right now. You could move on with your life. I swear to God. Fuck you. Then that's her. You love a pity party. I won't show up. Always act like your shit don't stink, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, Grow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, say right. You love a pity party. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Song. Like, she literally, like, you killed it. You love a pity party. Like, what else? I feel like at the end, it gets, like, the worst. But And then they start at the end, instead of, like, fuck you, it's, like, fuck me. And then fuck they start me. fucking. I'm, like, oh, my God. In the video, I think they fuck, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so are you trying are you trying to say you've never been in a situation where you could relate to that? Not in like a direct fight. I get too mad. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Don't touch me. You've never like been so upset you're just like actually just No, I can't relate when people talk about that. <laughs> I cannot relate. I get too mad. I might literally kill you. But no. Maybe after killing. After after I'll never find out because I'm not trying to go to jail. After catching a body, I see. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. know like i definitely hear people talk about that like everyone's like 
okay, well, like, makeup sucks. And, like, I, I could do, like, makeup sex is good. But, like, to the point of, like, in the middle of an argument and turning into that, I need anger management, I guess, because I cannot relate. You can? Um, <laughs> I, I would say I've experienced some things <laughs> <laughs> where argument just led into hooking up. Okay. I mean, it sounds kind of cool. Maybe I'll just try to control my anger and try it out next time. So, do you think it's toxic if because of how hyperbole this argument is presented that someone could just view this as humor? Humor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's your type of humor. No, I think that was like the, I think that was like, maybe even me reevaluate re how desensitized I am towards not even personal arguments because yeah. like, I think I can understand if, like, all the specifics, like, if it's happening in an argument and how someone could be like, this is toxic, this is dangerous, all this, this is very, this is verbal abuse. I can understand that. <laughs> I can definitely say I have been in relationships, situationships, other things where things have been said, things have been done, things have been thrown at me, hands have been put on me, all those things. And I'm just like, that's just part, that's just part of the thing. I understand <laughs> that. And I evaluate that's not okay. However, I think definitely with like watching Poetic Justice and definitely seeing media yeah. where like these fights are kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like also like a cultural thing. I feel like s <laughs> certain cultural media that just say, oh, the spiciness of like emotion is just part, it's just part of the love. It's part of that they care. Like if someone want to slash your tires, that means they love you. Yeah. Because if they wouldn't want to slash your tires, I mean, they don't love you enough to want to slash your tires. Yeah, was it? Oh, there was, like, this whole thing that happened after, um, like, the Megan and Tori thing happened where, like, you know, like, allegedly, I believe you, Meg, Tori shot her in the foot. And um, who was it? It was Drea from, like, what is she from, even? I literally only know her from, like, Twitter. It's probably, like, uh, Love and... Love and Hip Hop, hop something. Probably. Yeah. One of those things. I don't Maybe know. Basketball wives. I've heard, like, crazy things about her where she, like, left her kids at home to, like, go fuck with some dude. She's not a good person. But she got, like, a brand ambassador. I won't throw Drea in, but a lot of people leaving their kids at home to go, to go fuck with people. Some people bring people to come fuck while the kids are still in the house. So I'm just saying. I mean, that's better than leaving them. <laughs> as long as you're in the room with the door closed. Um, yeah. Okay. So apparently she got like a brand ambassador job like for Savage Fenty. Mm. And then she went on a podcast and made. Shout out to Rihanna. Shout out. Um, even though she's been disappointing me a little with the Johnny Depp shit, but that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, man, we can talk about that for days. I know. We don't, need, we don't need to talk about that today. For the sake of the story, she went on a podcast and made jokes about like, oh, basically like I wish like a dude would love me so much that he would threaten to shoot me or something like that. So then Did she was uh, Drea. And she lost her Savage Fenty brand ambassador oh. spot because of that. That looks like the case of fucking around and finding out. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of just reminds you what you're talking about. Like, you know, like finding, like, the humor and making jokes about, like, abuse, yeah. basically. Like, making light of it and be like, well, if they're that crazy about you, they must, they must love you. Like, if they threaten to kill you, they love you. Like, that's insane that that's, like, normalized because that's not okay. I mean, but, I mean, it's, like, people, like, don't see a line between, like, 
comedy in real life sometimes. Um, yeah, but by far, I think. Side note, sidebar, and we don't have to like go on a tangent. I can comment at least like, uh, like black media. A lot of things, like a lot of times, like in groups, like sometimes we normalize certain things, but in order to like get away from the pain of that, we make it into like a joke, like of the extremes. So like cope. To cope, yeah, that's like a big thing. Cause I, <laughs> in recent time, like, uh, in the last two months, like I've ended up seeing like the movie Baby Boy. Like more than any person should have to watch Baby Boy. And I haven't seen that in a long time. That movie is toxic like, as hell. I like recognize like how toxic it was even back then, and then like I would see people talk about it and like point the finger at the wrong people, and I'm like, what? Yeah, because there's the things that we learn to like normalize and how we rationalize things, but yeah, even like connecting is like when I I remember like even watching it when I was younger. Even when I was just like, man, that's toxic as hell, or this is problematic. And then everyone else that looking around weren't responding the same way I was. And I'm like, yeah. I'm a child. I can see Jody ain't shit. These situations ain't shit. All these people ain't shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Because it's like, there's even like a scene where like, he's like about to cheat with that girl. And then like, they're basically like kissing and stuff. And then like he leaves and he's like getting praised for it. And I'm like, nah, he already cheated. What do you mean? Like, how's he getting praised? And I feel like that's such a trope in a lot of, like, like not even, like, black media. I've seen it in, like, other Gosh, shit, don't too. Don't you know cheating only starts at penetration? That's <laughs> no crazy. Pe- that there is no penetration. There is no cheating. They tried to sell that <laughs> narrative. That's what and then <laughs> I stood up, and I was like, ladies. <laughs> Just kidding. But, like, yeah, that's crazy that, like, they tried to sell that as, like, oh, what a good man he left before it got to penetration. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. Yeah, so that was a fun tangent. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that was good, good, solid stuff. I mean, we need yeah. to talk about that because, like, yeah. it is crazy how normalized shit can be. Yeah, like I said, we, we end up normalizing it, and then sometimes people who actually went through it, they just, they actually normalize it, and that's when it becomes, like, problematic because i do remember the first time i broke up with an ex back in college and she was like you are not breaking up with me and i was just like this is this is not healthy and it's you ain't pre- going nowhere she proceeded to hit my car with a tennis racket and then right in lipstick you are not leaving me and i was just like she left evidence she did not care. Man, she, man, I would be at work. It's like Krishan Rock. She, she would do donuts in the parking lot until I came out. Oh, Dude. same girl. I remember you told me about this before. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. That is wild. Yeah, I was actually just shout talking to, to uh, Shout out to you. I was just talking to Alexa and April. I think you were in the room. Also, by the way, April's in the room. Shout out to April, shout producer, April. director, April. Uh, we were talking about like Krishan and Blueface before we started recording the Amigas podcast. And oh, we're just yeah. like, I, I love her. She's so funny, but it's just like really fucked up and weird and just like making me really uncomfortable. Like how abusive her and Blueface are. Like, I mean, I don't really believe in mutual abuse. I mean, I do think girls can be abusive and like throw hands first, but I just think as a man, like you should deescalate that without having to beat someone up. And, like, throw hands, like, close fist. Like, you could easily yeah. overpower a girl as a man. I know some guys are like, well, whatever. Like, you do hands and then you get what's coming to you. I think it's 
some weird thing that I never understood. Or uh, it must come from this men just having hate for women, where they're just trying to extra justify putting hands on women. And I just, I have never understood it. <laughs> I've never yeah. understood the normalization of it. I've never understood just like, like, well, girls do this. I'm just like, but I'm just like, why do you adamantly want to put violence on women so much? It's like, it never has made sense to me. Still yeah. doesn't make sense to me when people say it. I'm just like, that's weirdo behavior. But you easily overpower a woman. Like, I understand if it's like you're like this little dude and like your big ass girlfriend's like fucking you up and you have to defend yourself. But like, that's usually not the case. Yeah. But you so know, people like normalize and try to justify whatever. And they find the one case to be like, you see? Yeah. You see this exactly. woman threw an axe at him. He had nothing. He had to he put had hands. To. He had to put hands on her. She yeah. had an axe. Yeah, I've literally seen the wildest videos of, like, a girl barely, like, accidentally hitting a guy in, like, this big-ass brawl, and then this guy just, like, stalks the shit out of her. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? That was so unnecessary. Because they have so much internalized hate. They're like, I'm waiting for the Couldn't moment. Couldn't wait. Cannot wait. Like, Living so for that moment. Yeah. Yeah, so the whole Krishan blue face thing is fucking crazy. Like, it's weird that it's just, like, a ha-ha, hee-hee, like, thing on the internet, and they're just, like, real life going through some crazy shit. I uh, got an interesting story to tell you off the camera. Oh, can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, so back to this. Can't wait for the juicy gossip later. The goss. Um, next song, Professional Side Piece 4, um, PSP4. PSP. My note here sounds like you're sad and regretful, but trying to let it go. And I'll play a clip before we get into it. sad beat uh, whatever synths or whatever's going on in the background yeah. i'm just like <laughs> sad and then like the like robotic type of voice yeah vocoder yeah oh, okay yeah really dope how um, do you like it as well, a lot of the production it's like my favorite production i'd work on for a project yeah it's very fun it reminds me of just like yeah like sad robot yeah right yeah, yeah. sad robot boy <laughs> yeah it's like you know trying to like not have feelings but you still have feelings because you're not really yeah. a robot at the end of the day so it's like sad robot sad beats yeah i don't know like i i remember when i wrote that first verse um three-legged race but the distance we can make up started with a little bit uh not a stakes up devil bidding heavy begging doesn't put our wage up um i just remember like the image of like it's like easy because like when you're solo or being a side piece because, like, the whole combination of PSP4 to PMP is, like, this transition of, like, you started the relationship as, like, a side piece. But now you have, like, this caring part. And now you're going through the whole thing. It's like, can I be a main piece to somebody who's asking? Considering it. Considering it. Thinking about it. it. Or is it just, like, um, what's the word that people like to say on TikTok? Imposter syndrome. <laughs> That's a good word. Where I think I can be this thing, and you're faking it, but is that really what you can do? But anyway, like the idea of like 
Yeah, anybody can do a race and run by yourself and you deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. But like, if you have a three-legged race, I always think about the idea of, like, a field day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was like, yeah, it's, a f- it's, a fil- it's always a field day with us. And, like, I think about that being, like, it's always, like, games or, like, a whole test and things, like, between a relationship. Yeah. But even if it's a field day between me and you, it's a three-legged race. But the distance we can make up together, like, if we get it together, we can, like, do it. And I just remember when I wrote that and the person I thought about, I was just like, yeah, we can figure it out, but we got to do it together. Yeah. <laughs> together. It's like teamwork. <laughs> And sometimes in a team, one of you is better at this and the other is better at that. So at moments, it's like one of you is going to have to carry. Got to be in sync. Oh, wait. Mm. Yeah. And then, um, so PMP that you mentioned is professional, main piece. Yeah. So that's the next song. And then how you're talking about like imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good like way or like a good phrase to bring up for this. Just because like maybe... It feels like you can't do it because you're not, like, used to it, yeah. conditioned to it. So you're like, this is not me. Even if you're doing it, it's like, I'm not. Am I really? Yeah. I mean, there's all just, like, not knowing what to do. When you only have to care about yourself, about the success, the burnout, like, it's very easy to just be, it's, it's already hard enough to take care of yourself. So it's even harder if you have to make sure to take care of another person. Yeah. So even if, like... I don't know if you know a person doesn't communicate well and they could be going through something, but you care enough to want to help them, even telling yourself, okay, I need to ask them, are you okay? And even if they say no, be like, no, seems like you're not okay. Yeah. What's going on? I think that's very part intentional. Yeah. And, and intentionality. And that's like a thing that I think comes of like wanting to be someone's significant other and like accept that. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And that's what yeah. the biggest trend is. A lot of people want to stay selfish, even though they're, like, in a committed thing. And it's like, bro, if you're not ready, just don't. It's easy to be selfish. You don't have to <laughs> be in a relationship. Like, people want the benefits without the work yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then sometimes you convince yourself, like, is there any benefit? Am I just doing this? Because of, like, is this making the other person happy? Or are we just passing time? Did we just do this because quarantine's happening? Yeah. Did we just do this because we didn't have any other options at the time? All those different things. Add self-doubt. And you'll know. It's easier if you're just like, I'm always a side piece. So. (laughs) Yeah. I know eventually I'm going to go off. Yeah. Exactly. Which leads into idle hands, which is also another one one of my favorites. Um, But PMP, what other notes do I have here? Tell me what it's like when you like the bad guy, but it still feels right. And or am I better as a side piece? We'll know eventually. Yeah, that's like the thing. It's like at that cuffs of like the story, it's I'm involved with you trying to figure out this path. Am I better as a main piece versus a side piece? We'll know eventually because we either still be together or we won't be together. What's going to happen? Yeah. And that's kind of like the, the, <laughs> the shoot me do. <laughs> Rolling the dice. Yeah, because, like, yeah, it's just, like, I, because, obviously, like, emotions are there. I care about you, but can you actually do that? Yeah. Because, like, you can, like, want a job, but you be like, can I do this job? I want to be a doctor. Can I deal with blood every day? I Maybe guess I we'll can. find out. Guess we won't, f- oh, God, guess we gonna find out. Quite the dice roll. Yeah, because it's, like, you're going to have to just try, and then if you can't, you're going to have to fail. 
and have to deal with those feelings of maybe feeling like, damn. Oh, damn. I can't do this after all. But I at mean, least I tried. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like, you never had something you had to, like, tap out from or you just, like, realize, like, this ain't for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Was it, it easy? No. Fuck no. It's never easy. I feel like as, like, humans, we want to be able to conquer anything that we do. We don't want to be failures. Sometimes we'll even just, like, write it out, even if you're fucking just crashing into everything. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's the easiest path, right? Yeah. So it's easier because sometimes that goes back to the whole selfish thing, right? So if you fell at something, you can always say, I caused this. It's saying if someone else is involved, then at least, like, you have a woulda, coulda, shoulda, is like, maybe it's that person's fault. Maybe I could have did it by myself. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So, like, I think even as, like, a selfish, like, response to even being in a group situation, you're just like, well, I'll keep doing this until it's not here or that person says whatever. Because then it's like, okay, they made the decision. I can walk away. But yeah, but sometimes you got to be able to catch it and be like, this ain't working. Yeah. It takes, takes a lot yeah. of, like, personal strength and accountability to do that. But that's when you grow. Yeah. When you choose to do make those hard decisions. Yeah. And then yeah, so it goes into idle hands, kinda how you were talking about like okay, so like the main quote, I guess it I don't know if it originates from the Bible. There's like a saying, um shout out to the Bible. Shout out God. Yeah. Uh the first half and the second half. Of the Bible? Yeah, you know. I know nothing about the Bible. Tell me. Oh, I I know too much about the Bible. Oh, interesting. I wanna read it just like there's the Old Testament and then the New Testament. Oh, okay. Are they? Is it like technically half or just like? <laughs> well, it's not technically half. It's <laughs> like I think the easiest way is it's like, like the New Edition. <laughs> so, like the First Testament is a lot of where like the Torah like reads from, like all the things from like gen like in conception of like man and God to like Moses, and that's kind of like where the Torah mostly ends. And like the New Testament is all like the post Moses involving Jesus stuff. And like saints and stuff like that, uh, or is yeah, that the, just apostle, the apostles and stuff like that. Um, but it's like it's 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 a wild it's a it's a wild difference because like a lot of the first part is like where all the, like the stories of like God sending down fire or water or like God Adam and Eve stuff. Or, yeah, or God like making you like if you love me, kill your son. Oh my god, thing. that shit's crazy. Wait, so that's the old testament? That's, that's the old testament. That's the first that's the old that's the old testament. New testament is just like Jesus hanging out, being like, hey guys. It's like more chill. Hey guys, just be good people. Better man. vibes. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all the old testament stuff then all the stories I hear are probably old testament. Yeah, like all, all the scary stuff. All the old testament. That's like more of like the um like the God you're supposed to fear vibes. Oh no, like I <laughs> I as 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 a God-fearing man, and the person who read the Bible, I would say the f- the the Old Testament of the Bible is deals with a petty God. He takes he takes a lot of things personal. Lots <laughs> of revenge. De- he deals with things on a very hand by hand, first hand basis. Okay. Like, yeah, if he senses you doing something wrong, he shows up. Okay. And the uh, second, second one is like more libertarian God. Oh yeah, he's hands he, off. Because this is like after he's like forgotten about us, he's like. And then, like, his uh, son or Jesus, whatever you want to imagine, just, like, comes down and just like, I think humans are cool. Oh, damn. And he's just like, yo, you want to chill with humans? You think they're cool? Then you go down there and die for them. And then uh. Jesus goes like, well, I'm going to go hang out. Oh, my God. This is so intense. <laughs> so many things about the Bible that I don't <laughs> know. 
This is staying in. We, I, I can't be the only one that doesn't know this. The reason the Bible came up was because the last song, Idle Hands, in parentheses, King of the Loki. Um, yeah, Idle Hands. It's like one of like your first lyrics. You're talking about Idle Hands. And like you have your own like lyrics about that, mm-hmm. which I'll let you say those. But I just, it reminded me of like this really good like saying. It's like a proverb supposedly from the Bible. I don't know if it originated from there, but it's like, Idle hands are the devil's tools, or like um, idle hands are the devil's playground, and it basically means I like googled that someone who is unoccupied and bored will find mischief. Someone who has nothing to do will partake in something that will get him into trouble. So it does sound very like um, puritanical vibes, like why they would make people work back in the day, because it's like if you don't work and stay busy, like the devil will get in your head or whatever. So it just reminds me of what you were talking about with, like, you know, COVID. Maybe you're bored or, like, in general, like, maybe partaking in something that you normally wouldn't because you just don't have anything else going on. Um, And then also, what else was it? Um, 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 um. It'll come to me. Meanwhile, um, what are, like, the intro lyrics to the song, if you remember? Oh, I remember. Yeah. Really. Idle hands are devil things. That's why people buy wedding rings, hoping that they lock it down so other lovers don't come back around. Funny things or worse things than fidelity, you don't know. Um, you have to spell it out. I, I, do I got to spell it out like a spelling bee? Yeah, you um, do. What is love and what is right? Demons dance and end the night. King of the low key. Yeah, you know me. Uh, pay, a fair, ju- pay a fee just to hold me. Everything that shines ain't holy. Uh. Yeah, that song is pretty significant as, like, a pivotal ending of, like, the album. Because that's the first time I let the complete um, voicemail, voice note, play out. Um, revealing, like, the path the person chose. Um, but, yeah, with idle, I guess, <laughs> when I think of it, because I think of it, like, yeah, the, the term idle hands are the devil things, which just implies, like, when you have nothing to do, you'll just get into some mischief. And, like, some parents are like that, where they're just, like, if you're not doing anything and they don't hear anything, it's like, what are you up to? What yeah, like, it's too quiet in here. <laughs> it's too quiet. And the thing is just, like, when you're bored or, like, being docile, I think sometimes you can get in what people view as being, like, mischief. And I think Makes sense. And I think sometimes when, like, lovers or partners fear that, um, because nothing, something's stagnant or they feel a disconnect, they feel like if they put a wedding ring on it, mm. they can hold, force you to like still be with them so you don't find another situation. Ooh. So that's why it's like idle hands are the dev- devil's things. That's why people buy wedding rings, hoping that they lock it down so the lovers don't come back around. Ooh, before like somebody else comes and like tries to swoop in. Yeah, and I've been in a situation where it seems as though going back to even the narrative of the story about someone proposing, are they proposing because they actually want to be with someone or are they proposing just because they think they might lose that person to someone else? But goes back Maybe they knew about you and they wanted you to back off. Ooh. Okay, well, I have a clip, but let's play it. Come full circle. <laughs> you know I care about you. Right? right? <laughs> 
Like when if you, everybody listener go listen to the rest of the song, your performance in it is really dope. You like get really like, I don't know, like emotional, yeah, like real and raw. Like this is dope. But um, yeah. So, what is like YSL the character at the end of the album now? His state of mind. Like, is there a conclusion to this? Like a resolution or like what's going on here? I think it's kind of, like, going through a battle of, like, a bunch of stuff. Because, like, um, I think it deals with, like, two paths or... Because it kind of, like, dealing with, like, revelation of someone proposing to another person. Because that was, like, the whole thing of instead of going from, like, being very dismissive of, like, the relationship or whatever could have come out of that situation, now you're, like, you're emotionally, like, involved. So now you're dealing with your own internal doubt and connecting from, like, professional or PMP deal with imposter syndrome you're like going through all those things and you're just because it goes through a bunch of things it goes with like yeah so like yeah a lot of people buy rings to try to lock down situations that's why some people get pregnant to try to lock down situations to force people's hands and do all different things and like i think in the song it just kind of deals with like one like i would never want that but also i just would want something that's like real and then it kind of just goes through all the different things that come with trying to make your relationship like work and the thing is just like yeah the end i end the song with like yeah baggage claim is taking too long i understand if you can't wait and like the idea of like flying back carrying all your baggage and like waiting for someone to, like pick you up but then they're like even though they're supposed to like pick you up and be there for you or whatever they're like complaining that you're taking too long and just, just like, fucking leave then yeah pretty much <laughs> just like Bags claim is taking a little bit long. Understand if you can't wait. So it's like, because like the navigation of just like partnerships, dealing with people and we all got our own baggage. We're all navigating different things and the whole thing is supposed to be like in sync. Yeah. Um, and you're working through it. Um, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of different things. Even like part of the song was like, damn, do we always got to fight on a Saturday? <laughs> it's just like. Got to ruin the day. Yeah. Just you like got to fight with me at Cheesecake. I mean, <laughs> but it's like, it's all those things are like a culmination of like where you're the only, you're the closest person to someone. So there's always, the person close to you is the easiest person to hate. Yeah. Well, they're the easiest person to love because you know the most about them and they know the most about you. So it is vulnerable. So like where you can dismiss someone else like treating you a certain way, if someone else treats you a certain way, but they know a lot about you. It's like more of a personal thing. Yeah. Like you know my secrets. And you're beefing with me, like I just like it. Just takes it takes it as being more personal. Like if you yeah. knew nothing about me, it'd be easier for me to accept you doing like fuckery. But like, yeah, just, like supposedly it doesn't cut as deep. Yeah, it cuts deep. 
And like idle hands just kind of deal with that on both ends. One, just going from the transition of that person getting proposed to and the idea of like someone trying to stop you from doing what you want to do and trying to force you, but also just like in general, like idle hands or. Because it feels like she, because this first part we hear like the full thing, which we've heard like different variations of, which I think we talked about off the podcast was like on purpose mm-hmm. or just like, um, we talked about like memories and mm-hmm. just even remembering things differently. And then also just like after growth, looking back at things and doing it differently. That's how you explained it, mm-hmm. um, which is a good point, especially if like all this took place over years. I'm sure like looking back at songs was like, was this the last song that you wrote? Um, you know, it's crazy. I wrote. So there's a bonus song that's not on the official release that was on the other release will be on the deluxe. That is technically the A side. Technically, this is the B side to another song. But technically, Idle Hands, PSP4, and the other song, which people have heard, which is Namba, revolve written at like the same time. And I wrote them... Most of them, when I first came back from Japan in 2020. Oh, shit. Yeah. A lot of the, like, some things have changed, but, like, for the most, like, the emotional part of it, I wrote, like, at that time. Mm, When it was fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of where I thought the ending was always going to go for the project is so ended there. It was just, like, all the other things that happened, which is why, yeah, when I released the deluxe album, all the things are like all make sense but um i think for the perspective of like idle hands is um think about it from the perspective of the person who got proposed to and then the other person on the other side that was like connected to that person and what idle hands could like mean to them the other person like young student loans yeah so the thing is just like if your partner's scared about that, you can't wait forever, and they're trying to lock you down, or it makes you think, like, I can wait forever. Also, I feel like from the performance of her voicemail and, like, what she says, it mm-hmm. feels like she wants young student loans to, like, stop her from getting engaged a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that was, like, the intention. Because, like, why else would you be reaching out to somebody? like i want to talk to you about it for what it's none of their business it's not their decision but i don't know that's just me though no that's that's (laughs) a valid thing i think that's that's why it's a conflicting thing is like you're telling me you're saying all this stuff like what does this have to do with me yeah i feel like in general just reaching out to like your partner to talk about anything is kind of like a plea for wanting them to say something specific yeah. Or to, I don't know, help you to come to your own conclusion or whatever. But I think just, like, the act of trying to communicate just is, like, reaching out yeah. for something. Like, you don't just, like, spring that on someone without wanting some kind of conclusion. Yeah. So I think with all of it's, like, moving with intent. Everyone should, if you care about something, you should move with intent. Yeah. True. Well, idle hands are the devil's hands. True.
Well, that concludes the deep dive. It does include a deep dive. Yeah. Did you, you have any other questions about anything? I think all my questions and curiosities <laughs> have been answered, and we'll just look out for the deluxe. When is that coming out? Do you know? December. He said it. He said it. December. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Dope. Cool. Well, <laughs> now we have reached the tweet portion oh, of the podcast. Are these Monog, Monog tweets? Yeah. <laughs> um, They could be. I don't know. No, I think they could apply to anybody. Y- you tell me. All right. So we have the first one. At fine. She said the realest females don't ask fine, for though? shit. Mm. Can't see. Mm. The realest yeah, filter. <laughs> no, I feel about filters. <laughs> yeah, you don't like filters, do you? No. But I mean, it's fine, like here and there. You know, for a, f- for a profile picture, I think it's fine. But maybe not when you're sending pictures. I mean, if it's not a dating app, like who cares? No, that's that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> The realest females don't ask for shit, dot, dot, dot. All we be wanting is time, effort, attention, food, and for you to answer your motherfucking phone. So first of all, when a girl says females, I'm like, girl, what are you doing? This is already some type of fuckery. But also, I mean, she's right. Like, not about the realest females. I don't like when girls try to be like, the realest females are like, shut up. Just like, just say your tweet without having to do all that. That's just me, though. And then I was just cracking up because in the replies, like, this guy was like, that's five things right there. And there's like, I was like, like, shit. So basically, the dudes were like complaining and the reply is like, that's asking for too much. So you, what do you think? Is that asking for too much time, effort, attention, food, and answering motherfucking phone? Nah, because she's not even asking for like dick. <laughs> that was like the thing. I was like, wait, she's not even. If she asked for dick, is that too much? Nah, that would just be like expected. Yeah, like, that's like just included in like the basic package, right? Yeah, that isn't all of lying. this like included in the basic package? Um, uh, uh, is any of this asking for too of, much for of you? A, of a monog relationship, um, time, yeah, effort, uh, go attention that goes with time and effort, uh, food. Mm, some people can't cook. Uh, take them to dinner. Uh, yeah, and then answer your phone. Cool. Yeah, like I said, I think Dick's the only thing like missing there. Uh, the food is optional because I don't know if you need food to have like a successful. Like Wanted to die? <laughs> starve? He said starve, bitch. <laughs> 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 I think it's unnecessary, okay? It's a basic human. Haslow? Is that Haslow? Haslow's needs? Is that wrong? Has, no, Haslow's hierarchy. Haslow's hierarchy <laughs> of needs. Yeah, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I mention Haslow's hierarchy all the fucking time. <laughs> Whenever someone's trying to like talk about, why can't this group get it together? I was like, well, Haslow's hierarchy needs. This group hasn't had enough time to get the basic foundation to get to like a, a self-actualization. Exactly. While your group, who's been marginalizing, has gotten there, and now you're judging a... Yeah, that's, that's facts, though. Like, how do you want me to work on my toxic traits, <laughs> actualize myself if you're not feeding me? Gotta feed. Gotta feed. You can feed. <laughs> you can feed. It's like a gremlin. Like, um, uh, well, <laughs> see, out of all the things, <laughs> food's the only thing that you technically can do yourself. No. Just kidding. No. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. But I don't know. I, I need. I need to be fed. 
Do you <laughs> Maybe that's my love language. I recently have been re- reading and finding out, have not looked into it, that the freaking love language guy was like a Nazi or something. I believe it. What the fuck? I mean. So love languages are canceled. Love, are they? <laughs> just kidding. I, remember, like, the I mean, it's a, good, it's a good concept, but I guess at the same time, it's just like there's other forms of expression. It's just one way of looking at it. One way of looking at things. All right. So out of all these things, what what are you fighting over? Time, effort, attention, food, and answering the fucking phone. All five. And dick. And that, that's getting thrown on there. Right? Fighting over all of them. I need all of them. You're like Cardi B, and we're fighting over dick too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when she was talking about that, she's oh you mean fighting like girls? No. Oh, well, because well, I, I feel like when Cardi B I said that I'm fighting over dick too, I feel like she meant like she's fighting bitches over her, oh, I her know, dick. I, I know, but just me, uh, I'm not fighting nobody over dick, except my man. <laughs> it's my dick, and I want it now. I'm just kidding. That's rape. <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like even like for love languages, like like we all like know which one is like our main one that we like. But at the same time, it's like we need all of them to some degree. I feel like you can't, if somebody tells you this is their love language, you can't just neglect all the rest because they said they like this one, you know? It's neglectful. I believe you. I think <laughs> all of that's valid. But. What? <laughs> uh, like, I guess for me, we talked about this in our first episode. I think, like, I think I lied about my love languages the first time. Cause lied? Like, yeah. Came oh, on my okay. fucking podcast and lied? No, that's... that's to my face? That's, I'm just kidding. It's called growth. Okay. I grew. I understood. I realized everything I was saying in 2020 was nonsense and bullshit. And I grew more. Growth. Growth. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think my love language is like... uh, What is it? It's gifts, affirmation, servitude. Physical touch. I can't think. Oh, Acts of service, physical touch, gifts, affirmation, words of affirmation, quality time. Qual- uh, yeah, quality yeah, time. Quality yeah. time yeah. yeah, I think before I was like, um, words of affirmation I don't need. Um, I think maybe I just only said, I oh, know I said something. I think I just realized now. It's actually like. I realize acts of service kind of goes into like the things I need, which is just like active uh, service is like so underrated. Yeah, uh, for me, acts of service is doing what you say, <laughs> just doing the, doing the thing. <laughs> valid, but even just like somebody going out of their way to like do something for you to make your day easier is just so nice. Yeah. Like that's such a uh, like you love me. Yeah, man, what hit me in like August and I couldn't put into words. Maybe August, maybe October. September, October. I was just like, man, the best thing you do for me is not stress me. That's the greatest gift you could do is not add stress to my life. Yeah. Help me. Help that me is true. help you. That is very valid to want that. But I think just as relationships develop, it's hard to maintain that. I mean, I think if someone's actively always in the right intention trying to help you, which is helping us yeah that is great i guess it depends on the level of commitment because like if somebody's like wanting more time or affection and it's like you don't want to do that 
you just don't fuck with them like that, it's going to cause some friction. No, that's that's true. I'm down for all those things. My only, The only thing I've asked is just like, do what you say. Be there. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, just do what you say. Don't say you're going to do something if you're not going to fucking do it. You set yourself up. Yeah, I think the, the thing why I like hated words of affirmations so was like, anyone can say words. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people hate on that one because it's just like it could be faked. No, Probably no. the easiest. I mean, words sound cool, but then I was thinking about <laughs> servitude and gifts. That's where I'm at. Period. Buy, buy me things. Period. Yeah. Buy I like me things. I, like, I, like, I would like to say. I like gifts, yeah. Going back to like Lion Hotel. I was, did not pay for any of those hotels. It was a okay. Fantastic time. Okay. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. Love that for you. April, April's favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically. We love that. We, we love that for you, Pond. Yeah, so in conclusion, these are not, this is not too much to ask for, I don't think. It's just, I guess, maybe to the degree that you want it. But I think... A good thing to know is if you bring this up to somebody that you're talking to, like, I just want time, effort, attention, food, and for you to answer your motherfucking phone. Like, if those are your standards. And I think if you get any pushback, <laughs> like, from jump, that's probably your cue to leave if you don't want to have to deal with some bullshit. What about them just, like, liking you? That's not enough. No, 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 no. Here's, <laughs> let me rephrase <laughs> I think all those things come naturally if they like you. If someone actually like likes you. Yeah. Cuz a big thing also for my realization and like kind of internalizing and dealing with is like you can be in love you can love someone and not be in love with them or not even like them. But I feel like in love can at least be part of like the like thing, but you can just love someone. And my whole thing is just like loving me can't do shit. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't want to be around me, then that means, like, you don't like the things that I do. You don't want to help me do, the, like, if we're wasting time, yeah, let's move towards something. Yeah, love is definitely not enough. Yeah. At all. Ever. I like the basic love. We need active love. Yeah. No, Act, yeah, like, just, even just saying you love someone or, like, yeah, it's just, it's not enough. Like, you have to show that you love someone in different yeah. ways, like acts of service or whatever. Well, I feel like that's part of, like, being in love with someone or liking someone. Like, you're willing to do those things. Or is that I just hate the thing of, like, pulling teeth. Exactly. So, like, yeah. So, like, I'm saying, like, if, if like, say you're some guy and I'm like, I want this. And it feels like I'm having to pull your fucking teeth for this shit. Like, you're already, like, rolling your eyes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Like, yeah. I'm walking away. You don't like me enough, clearly. Because if you did, you would be like, yes, immediately. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's just like a good way to state like your needs from John yeah. and then make sure that they're actually pulling through. Yeah. And at least if like, cause I think even if like you aren't doing the right thing or to someone else is like not doing the right thing for like them, you're like willing and you're like attentive. But the thing is like, I think is that like, I don't know. I feel like there's like this like part where people can just be in sync where intrinsically they know they mutually want the best for each other. So even the things that they're learning, they're in it together. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like just a one side, like, I'm going to force you to do this thing because we're together. It's more like... Yeah. You have yeah. to both be willing participants yeah. in this and both be willing to learn for sure. as you go and grow and apply the things that you're learning, you know. So. Yeah. All right. And then I have this last tweet at... <coughs> 
she said, men actually do listen. You just have to communicate without yelling and lose the attitude. Um, I usually don't say the person's name if I don't agree with them. But I guess this is up for interpretation. I don't really agree with this. Not that I feel like you should yell and lose the attitude. But I feel like, I don't know how you feel about this. I feel like sometimes people use the whole, like, tone thing, tone policing, as a way to dismiss you and just, like, completely negate what you said and, like, deflect type of thing. I feel like it's, like, a very toxic personality trait. And it's kind of hard to catch because, yeah, maybe you did come off kind of rude or with tone but at the same time like was it valid did you piss me off did you do something did you deserve this tone because if you did then deal with the fucking tone and listen to what i'm saying am i wrong did you slash my tire while you're yelling (laughs) (laughs) no i'm talking purely tone and even like the whole yelling losing attitude it's just this is very pick me ish to me no hate to her not, like not the pick me i'll probably delete her name just because i'm calling her a pick me so this could technically be the pick me patrol segment so i'm gonna bleep out her name pick me patrol whoop, whoop. yeah yeah like i don't know i feel like if someone is saying something valid and they had tone for a valid reason it shouldn't like be reason for the other person to be like, well, I'm not listening or having this conversation until you lose your attitude. Like, maybe I can't lose my attitude because you piss me off. I, I think in recent time I haven't experienced that. I'm trying to think. I don't think, I'm trying to think a lot. Well, Are you good at communicating your feelings without, like, catching an attitude? Uh, Are you easily upset at all by anything? Uh, I'm... <sighs> If someone hit like my petty gene, then like I just that's I, that's what makes it hard. I've gotten better at that. In twenty twenty, okay. I was not good at that. Now I'm better at like catching myself where I'm just like, am I saying this because I'm trying to be petty, or am I saying this to actually be constructive? Yeah. Um, Important. Uh, so I I mean I can be upset. It just it's all about intent, and if I think someone's like unjustifiably like overreacting to something or being hypocritical for no reason then i get petty and i have a, i have a very good memory so I, I keep catalogs of things people have said and done i'm the same so i can it's uh, like i have the worst short-term memory but like when it comes to keeping track of shit oh you better fucking believe i will i will pick dates and situations and different things of someone so i think get better at that and just be like is it worth it? So I usually buy. I usually uh, pick your battles. I haven't picked. I haven't picked my battle. I have learned to bite my tongue. Why? And grit my teeth. Um, just because. Well, you feel like you get out of hand, like too petty. Oh, I know I can get too petty. I think it's more of like, at least I thought <laughs> I was making the right. Going back to the album, transitioning from, like, not being connected to one and having partners, sometimes deciding what's the best way to handle a situation and whether or not you need to deal with everything the same way you deal with other things. So I was just like, maybe sometimes I need to take the higher road. Sometimes I don't need to bring up old stuff. Sometimes I need to just let it be. Yeah. No, yeah, bringing up old stuff is never good. I feel like nothing good ever comes out of bringing up old stuff. Sometimes you've got bad memories and you gotta 
Yeah. And it's so, like, just nuanced and not black and white at all. Because, like, you could say, like, oh, don't bring up old shit. Don't have attitude. Yeah. Like, take the higher road. But at the end of the day, it's just, like, each individual, like, argument or conflict or whatever it may be is so just its own specific thing that may warrant some things that people advise against. At least I feel that way. No, I'm, I agree. I just, like I said, if people are, like, in like with each other, usually they would try to figure a thing out. But yeah. If you're already one foot, one f- also back to idle hands, if you're always already one foot in and one foot out the door, uh, then uh, what are we doing? It's easier to just pick fights like that and yeah, just not take the high road. Yeah, if you got an exit plan, you're like, I'm just waiting, I'm waiting. Wait for them to throw something. See, this is why I broke up with you because you threw this vase. <laughs> well, the only reason I threw this vase is because you told me my mom was blah blah blah. Your well, mom. No, people do stuff like oh that. Oh my god! They'll, like say the thing, because like a lot of people don't have enough like uh, bravery to actually break up with someone, so they'll just push them to the situation where they will break up with them. Yeah, I feel like men do that more, but that's just me instigating. Mm-hmm. But I also just feel like I'm really right. Elaborate. I just I really feel like <laughs> men don't like to break up with women. <laughs> I feel like they'll like push you to your edge. Like I don't know if it's like they're willing to write it out or they're just like okay with being with someone that they don't really care about. Maybe it's just me being on TikTok too much. I mean, I think you know what I kind of agree i just i'm just like the opposite i'm just such a passion person yeah so if like here's here's the thing about me like i, I realize i can't really hide it i'm just such a like passion person like so if i don't even feel like there is passion there between something i just cannot even fake the funk like i just become like the interest disinterested don't want to like do anything don't want to be involved i'm just like which just is probably hurtful for the other person but it's like a good thing in, like, the long run, yeah, it's, like, the best thing. Because if you can't fake it, then you just have to. Yeah, but usually at that point for me, I just feel like the person's lying to themselves about what they're trying to do. And my whole thing is, like, I'd rather not waste each other's time. Yeah. True. Yeah. No point in wasting each other's time. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around for this episode with the homie young student loans i had so much fun getting into your album thank you for coming through <laughs> say your piece oh uh, right <laughs> what do you have to say young student loans here uh thank you for tuning in to something after dark thank you ashley for inviting me back for our fourth time together thank you april for being on the ones and cues making sure that we get through our views anyway um album out right now uh king of the low key the emo space odyssey story mode deluxe edition coming in december when in december we don't know either way though seven after dark still has other episodes coming out after this so you better support the fam and come have some fun Thank you, thank you. Yes, many, many episodes of Simpin' After Dark to check out. Three other episodes with you if you fuck with him and you fuck our back and forth. If you fuck our back and forth. If you fuck with our back and forth. <laughs> Go check those out. Um, yeah, this is the seventh episode. We're like halfway through the season, almost, basically. 
Shout out to Wild 7 Studios for hosting Simpin' After Dark always. Go to, um, if you want to see full episodes, older episodes, like full video, go to YouTube on Wild 7 Studios YouTube channel. Check those out and hit me up on Instagram, Simpin' After Dark, TikTok, Twitter. Let me know what you want me to talk about. And you can follow me, Ash underscore Friday underscore. Where can the people follow you? Oh, yeah. You can follow me at like Young Student Loans on Instagram. Uh, young Student Loan on Twitter with a V instead of a U. Young Student Loans on the Spotify's, the Apple Music's, the, all that other stuff. Uh, not on OnlyFans, but keep searching, though. Uh, <laughs> Coming soon? <laughs> We're going to see. We're going to see. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.